Hello and welcome to the Luxury Frogcast. I'm your host Joseph Blanchett, and with me for the first time on a on a one-on-one podcast is a Super Bunny Bun. Hello. Hey there. You joined us on a few Dean. Well, you're a regular part of our D and D games. Um, and you've been on a couple of D and D podcasts, and I think like like one of the MCU ones, I believe. Uh, yes, for the um, like Loki or something. Uh. Uh, uh, the Ten Rings one. Ten Rings. Seems so long ago. It was only about a year ago. But, um, turns out, Bun here is a big fan of adventure games. And uh, when um, the new Monkey Island came out, we were like, well, this sounds like the perfect opportunity to do a podcast. And uh, for some reason, Dustin has not played it yet. Um, so, just, just me and you. Uh, his loss. His loss. So, um, what's your history with uh, adventure games? I first ended up playing... Uh, the very first adventure game that I ever played was Maniac Mansion for the, for the Nintendo. Um, I ended up getting it by uh, managing to somehow get on honor rolls and uh, was gotten... I, had, I knew about it from Nintendo Power, but... Because they had a wonderful layout, uh, cool-looking claymation uh, thing of the uh, the front of the building, but I knew absolutely nothing about adventure games or what they were. Just that the pictures in the book look cool, and then I like, uh, how old were you at the time? Like because uh, like since here five, it came out in eighty-seven, uh, five. Okay, yeah, I, I can't yeah. see a five-year-old understanding that game very I, well. I didn't even understand the concept of a mouse yet, and so when it when it boots up, and even if if it's on the NES, it I'm I'm controlling a cursor, and I'm not choosing yeah. stuff from a menu, and it it literally took me thirty minutes just to uh, to boot into the game, and it was by sheer accident because on the screen it said uh, start. Uh, to, uh, I start the game, and so I hit start on the controller, but it's not doing anything. And uh, took a while to find out that you actually have to use the mouse to click something to do, <laughs> yeah. to make it happen. And uh, after yeah, like that, I, I was hooked. Yeah, like I see. Yeah, um, I seem to remember, like, quote unquote, playing Maniac Mansion when, like, I had to go to a, a parent's friend's house and they had a Nintendo, and like, oh, what's this game? I never played before. It's like, well, what do I do? It's like. There's words everywhere, and I don't understand. Well, how do I jump? How do I shoot fireballs? Um, but I think my first adventure game was really um, Base Quest. And I have a super foggy memory of what was the first and when I got into what. Uh, but I remember um, at a friend's house, they had space, like the, um, like the text-based space quest games and i remember like doing the adventure games where you have to type out everything you want to do um and then i probably played space quest 5 was probably one of the first big ones um i was definitely into space quest before monkey island i think that was the first one that moved from from text based to point and click um i think i think no, four was actually ah. um, the time traveling one because that, that had voice and everything. But three was still the walking around. So your Space Quest three was that uh, Vorhall's Revenge? Is that what it was called? Um, no, 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 <laughs> no, that was two. No, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I wasn't as as big a uh, uh, one for. Uh, for Sierra games because um, for it, it took me until I was like 15 or so before I had an actual PC computer. Mm. I know part six was called space quest six, the spinal frontier. Remember that one? Yes. And I, uh, I think seven was the one that I could never get, manage to successfully get to run on my, on my system without it running at three frames a second. Well, I don't think there was a, yeah, there was no seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it was six then. Yeah. Um, yeah, Space Quest uh, didn't last long after that sixth game. Like, I, I remember there like was talks of, like way back when there was like a 
talks of a of a part seven, I think, but it just kind of faded away. Actually, I think there was a official announcement of one. Um, Space Quest Seven: The Return to Roman Numerals. I am hope I making, that's true. Am I making that up? I mean, this is way back, in, you know, the mid nineties. Oh, then probably not. Um, yeah, but like I think they maybe announced one, but it like never got like now it never came out. Uh, about a month ago, uh, Space Venture finally released. Uh, that was made by the two guys from Andromeda. Yeah, um, I've actually, I don't think I've, I mean, you see a screenshot of that game. I, I don't really know what it looks like. <laughs> uh, I, I ended up backing it. It's, um, it's still being tweaked. There's a lot of quality of life stuff they still need to put in, but it is workable. And I mean, ha- has just the same kind of humor as the Space Ghosts. I am glad they got their game out. Um, Took a while. I, th- I think they were woefully underprepared for the task of making a video game. Yeah. Um, like, um, this is around the same, like, this and that um, uh, Tim Schafer game. Um, what, uh, what was that called when it finally came out? Um, oh, what was that name of that? I forget, but, you know, yeah. they had the big Kickstarter. And it came out around the same time, and, um, you know, that game took about three years. This one took about, what, six or seven? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, Broken Age. Broken Age, there we go. Which was, which was, uh, which was good. Um, yeah, but I think my first Sierra, um, LucasArts game, um, I think, was Fate of Atlantis. Um, yeah, the Indiana Jones one? Yeah, like I'm pretty sure it was like the disc version. Um, again, played it at a friend's house, um, and I had a demo disc for Full Throttle, and um, that game kind of blew me away. It was like, oh, this is like watching a movie. It's like it looks like a cartoon, and like it has voice acting. I, that's that's Luke Skywalker does a voice, and I was like pretty blown away by that. Um, and then I got a demo disc for Curse of Monkey Island, which is basically just the first little part of the game. And I was like, oh, well, this is even more like a cartoon. Everything looks like hand-drawn, like a almost almost Disney-like. Um, so really, Full Throttle and Curse of Monkey Island like really got me into it. And Curse was my first Monkey Island game. Uh, mine too, actually. Yeah, and then I remember getting this like big, like CD collection of like a lot of their older games. So I says, "Oh, there's, you know, obviously there's other Monkey Island games." So I played like the first two and, um, like Sam and Max and Day of the Tentacle for the first time and the Dig. Remember the Dig? Uh, very few people do. Uh, I think it's pretty neat, uh, especially since uh, it was uh, what's it, uh, the ET director guy. Um, he he ended up uh, Spielberg. Uh, he Spielberg ended up and, um, on it too. Orson Scott was that Orson Scott Card who like the Ender's Game guy. I don't recall. Yeah. Um, but I definitely. Monkey Island was like definitely my favorite. Um, that game, even the first one, like it, it was a CD version, so it looked better than the uh, original release. Um, but then it obviously was before like all the voices and all that in the rem- in the uh, remaster. But um, I remember it's like, oh, Secret Monkey Island is kind of a great game. I admittedly found it uh, firsthand off of um, abandonware.com back when they were not supposed to have it on there. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it was they, um, I I first ended up running into Curse on it, and it was the full game, but uh, it did not contain any of the files from the CDs. So any of the animation sequences from it were completely missing. So Mm -hmm. it immediately just starts out with you next to Wally. Uh, no explanations, no voices, and uh, it would just jump from sequence to sequence because uh, the uh, animation videos uh, wouldn't play. But I, it still hooked me enough to try to track down a physical copy. 
Did he did it like still have voices and stuff? Uh, no, it was pure talk. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, like uh, Curse of Monkey Island. Um, like again, that was my first time playing Monkey Island, so I didn't know who Guybrush was. Um, but like the voice actor, um, uh, Dom- Dominic, Dominic Armado. Armado, yeah, like. I think it's rare when a voice actor just embodies a character like he does. Maybe that's maybe that's because there's only been one guy voicing him, um, so we don't, don't know better. But um, it also helps when the uh, when the voice actor is a huge fan of the character that they're playing, because then you don't they don't even need to have voice directing uh, for any of their lines. They already know who he is and what uh, what their direction is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like um you know, he's he's just immediately a great guy brush in that first game and he just kinda gets better and better. Um like and, and when they asked him like to go back and do the voices for the first game, like first two games, um and that must have been a dream come through dream come true for him again because like those were the games that made him a fan. <laughs> you know, he gets to voice them over again. I think in an interview he said that he was eager to record the lines for when he says about 200 different colors in Monkey Island 2. Oh, yeah, because back then he could just put whatever text he wanted as, like, as many times as he wanted. Who cares? It's just a little bit of data, but when you have to have to say it. Yeah. There was one time in the new game where Gyros starts to count down or, or count up. And like I was like, oh man, is he really gonna like say like a hundred lines here? But they ended up not doing that. Ah, yep. Yeah. Um, of course, Monkey Island Two, which I didn't like quite as much. I I thought the puzzles were a little bit more obtuse in that one. Uh, the spinning contest. Yeah, and like three islands to explore made it a lot more backtracking, but you know, still, still a classic. I. Very well designed, though. Uh, I th- I once ended up seeing a, a... They had, like, an entire wall of sticky notes and stuff for all of the quest lines and so forth and basically made sure that every single one of the uh, the map uh, pieces required you to go to all three of uh, the islands for uh, for each one of them. Oh, for, and, like, some part of it? Yeah, so so basically, you wouldn't be able to solve a, a puzzle in the same area that you got the puzzle from, except in the first area. But uh, I, I, it was really good uh, planning uh, on their part. Uh, but then again, they did the same thing with uh, Monkey Island One, where you start off all three of the trials, uh, or um, everything that you need to start the three trials to become a pirate. Uh, you all get from within the kitchen of the scum bar. Okay. Yeah, and then like it gradually expands. Like you have to go more and more places. Yeah, but it, you you didn't have to track down each individual starting place or, or like you you start all three in the same location and then branch out to which one do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, oh, and Curse Monkey Island mentioned that, but like that is, even though like, the original creators were involved, um. That is a fantastic adventure game. Yeah. Um, is that um, Tim? Or, no, not Tim. Uh, Tim Schaefer. It was, it was just like yeah. just the original creators weren't in- involved anymore. It was like a new team. Yeah. For, uh, for some reason, I can't can't remember the original creator's name. Uh, Grumpy Gamer, whoever he is. Ron Gilbert. Yes, yeah, him. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, he stepped away out uh, after Monkey Island 2 to go make Putt-Putt and such. The natural uh, evolution there. Yep. Yeah, so um, the Escape, I didn't hate, but it's hard to go back to. I tried playing it recently, and like it frustrates yeah. me. Um. I really hope they go back to it like they did with um, Gr- uh, Grim Fandango because uh, the the code for um, for being able to use mouse controls uh, were pretty much ninety nine percent in there. They just never actually implemented it uh, in at least Grim Fandango. So I kind of hope that they 
end up uh, doing a special edition for uh, for uh, Curse of or Escape from, so that way um, it can be a little more easily played. Well, I think the reason why like Full Throttle, uh, Beta Tentacle, Grim Fandango remasters happens because like Tim Schafer, you know, he was he made those games back at LucasArts. Um, so like you know, sure, a Double Fine will uh, you know remake those games because it's his company. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, the first two Monkey Islands got remasters, but that's kind of a minor miracle that those happened, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I don't know if there were... Were there any games before that that ended up getting remasters from that long after? I, I mean, no. They, it's like, they may have been a first. Day of the Tentacle was after that. Um... And I've been seeing t- Twitter things pop up of uh, some a, a company was working on a uh, a Fate of Atlantis remaster. And they've been showing off like um, screenshots and stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then um, Escape Monkey Island was the last LucasArts one. Um, then the reviver of the adventure game, the more modern area uh, era, um, Telltale. Made a Tales from Monkey Island. Uh, apparently, it, uh, Telltale was started by uh, people that ended up uh, leaving uh, LucasArts after they basically got a memo saying we're not doing any more adventure games. Yep, and that's why the first... I don't think it was their first project, but that's why like Sam and Max like went to them. Yeah. I, uh, no, their first one was Bone. Yeah. Which sadly never got a sequel. I think there was two of them. Uh, there was going to be two of them, but then they canceled it. And sadly, that seems to be a running trend with uh, with uh, multimedia for Bone. Oh, I am looking at Steam. There are two of them. Maybe you meant three. It, maybe. I, I just have to be right. I have to be right. Bone out of <laughs> Bone out of Boneville, and then the Great Cow Race. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I never played them. They were good, um, a little confusing if you've never read the uh, the uh, the comics, but um, it, it it was still followable and made you interested in go and read the comics. Yep. Um, then I I've only played Tales of Monkey Island once. I don't remember a lot about it. Um, I remember Guybrush goes to court, and Stan is his lawyer. And it ended on uh, some cliffhanger with the voodoo lady that never got resolved. Uh, very, very similar to the third movie of the um, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, admittedly. Um, Though I, I rather liked the uh, the final uh, chapter of, of the Tales of Games because it um, uh, it it felt very. Um, like it was honoring all of the previous games in this, uh, in that uh, you were basically following uh, LeChuck's uh, pathway through uh, all of his uh, iterations, like from a uh, uh, from a zombie to a uh, flaming ghost thing and uh, so forth. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I remember like after I played Return, I just booted up t- like the first first chapter of Tales, and like I changed the resolution, and then it crashed, and I'm like. I wonder if I'm if I can even play this game anymore. <laughs> so we'll have to see. I'm kind of interested in, in revisiting it. So um, have to see about that. And that I think for a lot of people, people thought that was going to be the last Monkey Island we ever see. Yeah, that was uh, 12 years ago, I think. <laughs> yeah, even that was a long time ago. And like quite quite famously, since um, Ron Gilbert like left LucasArts. Um, he never got to make the Monkey Island three that like he's he's always wanted to. Um, he's always said it's like like yeah, the secret of Monkey Island, like the the, the actual secret of Monkey Island, um, like dies with me. Like you know, uh, the other games has made something up. It's not what I had in mind. Um, and then lo and behold. 2022, um, he announced that he's making a new Monkey Island game. 
and uh, that was uh, right. Just a like uh, two or three years before that, he uh, after his uh, success with Thimbleweed Park, uh, he he even tried to outright purchase the uh, the license uh, for the series uh, from Disney, but we never heard word on uh, whether they they grabbed at it or not. But well, I'm guessing no. Yeah. But um, it probably uh, it, it probably led to them um, having talk. Excuse me, um, having talks about it. Yeah, uh, apparently somebody that worked for Disney ended up hearing about that. Was a huge fan of the Monkey Island series, and at a convention, he ended up uh, approaching uh, Ron and basically um, uh, bartering a deal for uh, how they can end up going about getting the uh, the rights to make another game for it. It's almost as like random as like Kingdom Hearts, where like a guy from Square and a guy from Disney were in the same elevator, supposedly, <laughs> and that's how Kingdom Hearts started. Uh, and regret, uh, admittingly, also uh, Star Fox Adventures started that way, but we're uh, not going to talk about that one. Yeah, um, they said this was like a like they conceived of making this game like soon after the um, pandemic started. Um. So like this seems the right time to bring back Monkey Island. Like I'm, I'm feeling all like retrospective and all that. Um, did you when you beat you know, like we'll talk about the game, but like when you beat Return Monkey Island, did you um, look at like the um, scrapbook? Yes, I I, I started. The, um, I was told by a friend that before I even play the game, I first look at the scrapbook, but. Um, then afterwards, I looked in it again and found that new pages were added to it uh, after playing. Yep, and there's like a note from from the creators how like each chapter in Monkey Island um, was like a different phase of their life, and that's why the first game was about an up and co- up and coming pirate because um, there were up and coming game developers, and Monkey Island Two was like the uh, um, it was about like okay now that we're it, we have our foot in the door now we need to improve and I guess a lot of them were involved in tales and uh, tales was like very reflective they said um, and return is like you know these creators are like in their fifties now they said so it's like about reliving the glory days in a lot of ways and that's kind of what return is about so let's talk about the game now yes. Uh, it it starts out by explaining the um, uh, the perfectly understandable ending to Monkey Island Two. Now, do you think that was always his plan to have um, to have that be Guybrush's kids at the end of two, or do you think that was just something he came up with? as they were making it, because they didn't know how the heck they were going to fit that into... Because, like, this game doesn't break continuity with anything. So they said, you know, there's been, like, four games after this, or, or three games. Like, how do we um, fit this in? Yeah. I, Ron, Ron has also uh, admitted that if he uh, stuck with the series, uh, he and Elaine would never have been married. Uh, he, uh, he likes how... I, he he was the reason why, like in the first game, um, she was never damseled in any t- way whatsoever. Uh, in fact, the entire game would have played out with her defeating LeChuck if all he had to do was just sit on the stoop uh, of of the church and wait for her to come back. Mm. But uh, in this, but um, despite not agreeing with uh, them getting married and being in relationships and stuff, um, he still went with it and um, ended up uh, as far as I'm concerned, wonderfully uh, writing both her and Guybrush um, is being in a nice relationship and neither of them are having to really uh, damsel each other. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if you're, if you watch uh, pushing up roses um, YouTube channel. Yeah. uh, She did a, um, like a video on return reviewing it. And she was like, um, it's like, I, I guess I like Elaine being like a supportive wife to Guybrush during his adventures. But at the same time, she's like not really doing anything. 
Um, where in the other games, it seems like she was always off like doing important things. Well, in this one, she's uh, she's basically acting like a humanitarian, and yeah. admittingly, it's also a a, uh, a slight nod uh, towards um, uh, vaxxers and stuff, if, essentially. Oh yeah, um, there's. And you can tell this is made like during the pandemic because the whole scurvy plot line. Yeah, but it's done tongue in cheek, so it's it's yeah. not it's not trying to pull a fern gully or something where it's like uh, people that don't follow this uh, this uh, thinking is are just evil. Yeah, uh, it, it just seemed weird to me that like Elaine, like was just like like oh hello dear, and that was like kind of her whole reason to be in the story. Oh, well, they just kept randomly running into each other while they're doing their own things. Yeah, I suppose. Um, they did get a lot of the voice cast back that voice cast back that has been in previous games. Um, it turns out I think Stan has had like a few different people, but they got the guy that did him in uh in Tales, I believe. Yeah. Uh sadly, uh LeChuck's voice actor did not return, or if he did, he's doing it very differently than he has previously. Oh, he 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 passed away like oh. years ago. Yep. Well then he's even more perfect for uh, for the role of LeChuck. Yeah, um he he's the guy in Terminator, the um psychiatrist. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But um. Uh, they still, uh, however, g- uh, gave the role over to a, uh, a veteran voice actor because I I know uh, that voice actor did. Um, uh, it was so- I, I think I, I know that they did a couple voices in the special editions, and I think they were in third. Okay. Yeah, he uh, the new voice of the Chuck does a fine job, but like the original one is just, was just like so good. Yeah, it 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 jars you uh, the first few scenes when you hear him, but uh, but eventually you just don't mind. Yeah, um, I think it's been the same Elaine. Yes, and the same voice actress. Oh, they I think they changed her once during one of them. Um, but the Voodoo Lady, I looked it up, it was like it was like the same one. Yeah. And we, fi- we finally un- unlock the second most uh, most needed mystery of uh, what is her name, and you have to go through this this massive plot line and uh, so, uh, lots of puzzles and stuff to discover it. Or- okay, okay. So here's one thing: I played the casual ver- mode. <laughs> I'm kidding. She just outright tells you. <laughs> okay. I don't remember if that happened in casual mode. Um, what's her name? <laughs> yeah, Guy Guybrush ends up at. Uh, at- uh, casually, just, is this the game in which we're finally going to uh, to find out what your name is? And then she just tells him. It's like, oh, okay. Well, that, well now I know. That was a little anticlimactic, but it's like you never asked. Um, what was I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. The first part of this game really felt like almost a remake of Monkey Island One. Like they this they got the same color palette. Um, the same locations, like um, same characters for the most part, hanging around, uh, or at least it um, it seemed like it was trying to lure you into the idea that it was going to be uh, like a, um, a like a similar uh, setting to it because uh, you're basically having to uh, to find a ship and a crew uh, to get to Monkey Island. Uh, and uh, so then you go off and do that, but um, everything uh, surplants your expectations for that, um, and uh, you have to make do with other things. But hey, like uh, the pirate captains are different people. Uh, uh, you can't find anybody to join your crew, or nobody's willing. There are no other ships around. Yeah, like um, I do like how, even though. This is like, I guess, the last in the continuity of Monkey Island. It feels like this happens like right after two. Yeah, I, apart from a couple occasional maybe references. Yeah, yeah, I, it, it references all the previous ones, uh, like um, uh, him asking Stan, uh, "Weren't you a lawyer?" 
but uh, it if you if you don't miss or if you miss those, it, it can this can pretty much take place um, between any of the games after two. It feels like. Yeah, and like I'm not too worried about like story continuity, um, but like the other games, he definitely did not know what the secret of Monkey Island was. No, I'm pretty sure <laughs> in like this one. Well, I I, I want to talk about the ending. But like I feel like we should just talk about the game first. Yeah, know? let's let's lead up to that. <laughs> um so casual versus I guess puzzle heavy mode. Um I guess you wouldn't know what the differences are since you didn't play casual mode. Um but like were there any parts where like it's like you're like, oh, this is a lot of puzzle stuff happening. Uh yes. I I did mainly have to use the uh, the hint book uh, one or two times, and it was things like it it, it was uh, things like I I um I forgot that an NPC even existed, or uh, I overthought a uh, a problem at one point. Uh, most likely, it would um, uh, the casual is just. Uh, uh, like combines two items so you don't have to search for them at the same time or uh, something is already solved for you. Yeah, like there's a few times where I felt like, oh, this kind of just happened, but like I kind of feel like there should have been a puzzle involved. Um, and I know when uh, I went to the fish shop and they started talking about the chums, um, they made a little joke saying, it's like, well, since this is a casual telling of the story, then you don't have to do any of this. Uh, so yeah. like what so like what was the point of the chums in the uh the chums are a secret organization that go around telling fish tales mm -hmm. uh, in which they uh they basically have to tell uh uh like over exaggerated stories to one another uh to where it's just uh you are uh just overwhelmed by all uh, by just how how many lies are in it and such but you basically have to travel across the uh, uh, the world finding people that have a, um, a, a like a fishing lure on their clothing, which is yeah. the uh, the secret symbol uh, for the um, uh, for their group. And uh, then you end up um, basically learning an extra part or to make um, to make your story better. I like they just. Uh, share advice with you, and then once you have uh, the ultimate story, uh, then you go back to it, tell them, and then you become a member. But like, to to what end? Like, what what happens? Uh, uh, you, um, I think it allows you to uh, to borrow a book from him. Or I think that's about all that all it is. Okay, yeah, because like I, there's like all these books around the place. Yeah, like I was thinking, it's like why, like why do all these books are the same that's in in Clara's um, um, mansion? Like, why are the same copies of the books all over the world? And I'm so it's like, well, I wonder if that's has to do with hard mode. Like, maybe you have to return the books to her or something. Um, I don't think. Well, there, um, there's one book you have to return to her, but that's the one you end up getting in the first place. Yeah, but um. I think it, it's it's most likely there's some kind of um, random element to it, or the other ones are red herrings, uh, just just to get you to to pay attention to the fact that there are books around, maybe. Yeah, we'll have to look up what the differences were. So I remember Curse of Monkey Island had kind of the same thing, where um, it didn't really skip puzzles, but like puzzles usually had extra steps. Yeah, that was the first one that had um, a basic or uh, or mega monkey mode. Yeah, and even like normal one on that game seemed um, like hard enough. Uh, this one seemed, you know, pretty easy for the most part. Um, there was a there, there was a few puzzles where like I knew what I had to do, but like I haven't found the item where I had to do it. Like I had when he had to cheat on that algebra test in a. Bermuda, in Bermuda, um, I was like, well, obviously I need to cheat, and I see a fireplace there, but, like, what do I, like, and, like, 
Guy Rush yeah. can look at it and make a reference to it. So I think that has to do with it. But like, what do I do? And then like, I miss some some firewood like on a random island somewhere. Yeah, I and it and it's like you smack yourself in the head too because uh, I, it uh, it's like right there in the foreground. And you may even look at it earlier in the game, but you can't get it yet. And yeah. uh, then you forget it's there. There, there was one part. Um, again, I think, I don't know if this is different on hard mode, but when you go into the catacombs on um, on Terror Island, um, like you go into the caves, and in, in, in hard mode, were there like X's on the walls? Uh, no. Um, all of the, uh, there were like pictographs, uh, th on each entranceway and, okay. uh, you had to basically just, at first you had to randomly ro roam around until you found little notations that you would, um, or like, um, like a series of notes, uh, from somebody's journal and each one of them had one of the notes. And once you ended up finding all of the notes, they would then show you um, which one, uh, which of the pictographs you would go through uh, to get to the correct location. Is that what X Y Z Z Y like? That was the directions you had to go. Uh, no, X Y Z Z Y was the um, uh, was basically uh, as I assume you ended up seeing yourself, where it was basically just something that um, uh, got you out of the place. Yeah. So like I was like, okay, so these. There's X's. Okay, so in the other one, all you have to do is there in each room. There's two X's near exits, and you have to go through the door with no X on it. Uh, presumably, when Herman went through there, he put X's on the wrong direction. Um, and like I was convinced that the X Y Z Z Y was like, okay, this is like the directions they need to go. I, I get the feeling there probably was a reference of some kind, either yeah. from something external, or it could be that when they were mapping it out, they were just putting down, like, this is X door, this is Y door, Maybe. this is Z. Yeah, so I was like, this must be the way to go, but I only see X's, so I have no idea what to do. And I read the note, and it says, oh, go in the one that's not marked by an X, because it's the right way. I was like, okay, gotcha. Um, this. And there's probably a bunch of other little differences. Like, was was, uh, was um, Stan's toothbrush part of a puzzle? I, I kept wondering if it was or not, because you eventually can get it. But um, okay. I, I think I forgot to give it to him before I freed him. Oh, yeah. Give you, an give you the secret ending. Uh, it could have unlocked an achievement, maybe. Uh, but at the same time, uh, this one has a lot of... Uh, extra items that I don't think I ever actually used. I I had a massive inventory by the end of the game. It's in true Monkey Island fashion. Uh, usually, for the most part, if you pick it up, you end up having to use it at some point. But I think there were a few things in there I never used. So, what... What do you like about this game? Like, did you did you think it lived up to its um its history? Like, find it funny? Oh, I, I burst out laughing multiple times in this game. Uh, the uh, the humor of the early games is still there. Um, I I liked that it played both an homage to it, but also like made fun of the old games, it, the museum in particular, it uh, would end up uh, making these wonderful references that it's like, whoa, is it, wait, isn't that Cape Capsize's uh, ship here? Um, I have a face. And then it, it's just um, uh, the, you end up talking about it with somebody and uh, they don't mention Guybrush whatsoever in, in the, uh, uh, are in it. Uh, they just rewrite what the uh, what the stories were before this, and uh, yeah, it, it was like all this memorabilia from Guybrush's adventures, but had but they just crossed out Guybrush in all of them. Yeah, and it's stuff like that where uh, they 
they make reference to the old games. Um, they they have a very good hit to the nostalgia, but they don't stay with it. Uh, they um, they give you the nostalgia trip and then you move on, uh, which is pretty good because um, if I wanted to just um, I just stick around in the nostalgia, I'd go back and play the old game. Um, this is a new game. It uh, doesn't have to rely purely off of nostalgia, and it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, it, uh, there's a very there's a very big um, changing of the guard uh, kind of uh, a feeling to it as well because like uh, the world around him is moving on like the uh, the um, uh, the pirate leaders uh, have have a job in a fish shop now uh, and uh, these new uh, millennial type uh, people end up uh, running the pirates now uh, the the scum bar is turning more into a uh, into a cafe than uh, than a bar. Yeah, um, Escape from Monkey Island was a little bit like that because, like, um, that uh, that land developer guy was like modernizing everything to kind of a pop culture degree that wasn't very time accurate. But um, I mean, I guess not a lot of things were in Monkey Island, but. Uh, but how like the scum bar was turned into this like um, sushi bar or whatever. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, I, I guess it got better. Well, like everything, um, at the moment the person that wants the change goes away, then everything just changes back. Yeah. Um, I definitely liked uh, returning to Melee Island and all the like most of the characters are there and. Um, I, rather, like, I really liked that Carla became governor. Yeah, that made a lot of sense. As and, much and, as Otis still back in prison. Yeah, and um, yeah, like the new pirate leaders are these like voodoo black magic users. Um, what do you think of the art style? It's been a little divisive. I rather liked it. Uh, it it was jarring at first because there's a um, there's a slight tweening uh, style to it. Uh, but um, at the same time, after a short while, I ended up recognizing it. And um, I think it's done by the same art studio um, or the same artist as uh, who um, uh, Ron Gilbert ended up working with for Death Spank. Okay. Yeah, I think I heard some about that. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of the actual style, um, but I think it works out fine. Yeah, and anybody that has complained about like it, it doesn't look like Monkey Island. The um, they forget that every single Monkey Island has a completely different art style to it. Uh, even yeah. even Monkey Island one and t- one and two look very different from each other uh, because uh, two they were able to create specifically for VGA graphics, while with Monkey Island one they were uh, they were also having to design it for EGA and like four colors at most. Mm-hmm. So uh, the uh, the styles between them were a lot better, uh, a lot more different. Uh, three became. Um, a uh, hand-drawn animation uh, four became 3D, and Tails became even even more 3D. Oh man, I looked back at old Tails Monkey Island screenshots. That game uh, does, doesn't look that good anymore. No, like it was in that weird time. I guess that was a Wii game originally. Like where um, I guess it looks it looks better than uh, Escape did, but. Yeah, they didn't really improve their uh, their style of artwork uh, between uh, uh, Bone, uh, Monkey Island, and um, Sam and Max. Uh, well, like 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 the, the style in Tales is more reminiscent of Escape, but um, yeah, they, like, they went the model. Yeah, it's just the models like don't really hold up, hold up that well. I guess with um, Returns style, like I love the environments. Um, I think some of the characters are a little bit too exaggerated, um, but I got used to them pretty quick, I guess. Yeah. 
So I know a lot of people were complaining about it, like in a really negative way when it was released. Um, I guess we should talk about that ending. Like, oh, should we? I thought we were just going to skip that part. Yeah, I mean, like the the game is like a solid adventure game, really funny. Doesn't outstay its welcome too much. Like, it kind of bends when you think it's supposed to end. Um. But I had heard, like, it wasn't spoiled for me, but I had heard that, like, don't think too much about the ending. Um, it's almost Ron Gilbert not trolling the audience, but, like, it shouldn't be a surprise. He's kind of been saying this stuff for years about Monkey Island. Um, like, even at the end of, like, the first of uh, the second game, it was, uh, well, this is just Guybrush and his brother, um, like reenacting pirate adventures, and that's what like the series is. And like you could kind of read into that, saying, "Yeah, that's what Monkey Island Two is. It's just these two little kids like playing pirates, and every once in a while they kind of go off the rails, and that's why it's wacky at the end." <laughs> um, but I kind of got the impression. That this is something that got like Guybrush and his friends and his wife every few years, like put together an elaborate pirate adventure for him to go on. Uh, because he's like a for a flooring inspector with a boring job, and like he always had dreams to be a pirate. So his friends like put on pirate plays for him. Is that the impression that that's what the ending is? Um. There has always been a, uh, like in, uh, like little hints and such that, um, like he's in some kind of theme park or that um, uh, it's some kind of uh, pirate drama or something going around, like, um, uh, like even in the first game he ends up asking like when you're uh, when you attack a. Uh, a pirate for learning your swordsmanship. Uh, he can ask, "Why does everybody have these weird accents?" And they they reply, "It's pirate lingo, Guybrush. Play along." <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what were we talking about? The ending. We're talking about the ending. Smokey Island. Return to Monkey Island. Yeah. Um, so, that, so um, were you? So were you agreeing with me that it was all a, all play, or uh, that's where it would lead to if you think about it too much. Because uh, I, I was saying that, um, uh, like I said, the um, uh, the pirates in the first games uh, tell Guybrush to uh, to play along if he keeps breaking character. Um, there's of course Monkey Island Two, where like um, there's so many little hints uh, that lead up to the uh, to the ending of it. Um, wasn't there? Wasn't there a like something you go into and then you pop up and like Monkey Island One, it's like forest. Um, yes. Uh, well, uh, there was a, um, well, no, in, in Mon yeah, in three, if you ended up looking inside of a crack in the wall inside of uh, a tomb, uh, you would end up uh, peeking up through the, um, through the stump, uh, the legendary stump of Monkey Island 1, where, um, when that originally came out, they basically included a joke, uh, saying that, uh, he was looking at a stunningly rendered um, uh, underground uh, thing, and then started asking for like disc twenty-two and so forth, mm -hmm. uh, which were impossible. And it, so many people didn't get that that was a joke that they actually removed that from future versions. But yeah, the, um, that uh, though I think that's just a reference to a previous joke. Um, yeah, because in, in this game. Like, there's, like, a random tree stump in Bermuda. He talks about, like, maybe this leads into a series of catacombs. Yeah, yeah, that's just a reference to a um, to the first game and a joke that uh, that was a little too smart for the audience. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, this morning, too, like, when you're when you're in the catacombs, you climb up a ladder and you're, on, and you're in the forest in Melee Island. Uh, no, but the, um, the elevator does take you into Melee Island itself. Okay. Uh, where that circus poster was and such. Uh, and that's and that's where the door was um, that led from Monkey Island and like he opened it up and he was in that alleyway 
He's like, wait, why am I doing a Monkey Island or a Melee Island? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's been a few times where he's gone into that uh, uh, that place. Uh, yeah, but also like to throw doubt in all of those things. Um, Guy Rush's kid like starts um, starts talking about it. it's like you just made that ending up or whatever. You know, it's like yeah. So, so it, like, who it, knows if that's even. Yeah, it, it could be that all of these original games are completely non-canon, and they're just versions that Guybrush has told him. Yeah. Or, the, yeah, it's just, like, stories he's telling his kid, or, like, um... I don't know, it's like that... Like, what island are they on, like, when they're telling their story? Like, it doesn't really say, does it? Um... Well, theoretically, it's supposed to be Dinky Island. Uh... Or at least uh, that's when, but um, it's it's really hard to tell. Um, I, I I don't think they officially state uh, where where they are. Yeah, it seems like almost like a, a vacation area because there are like just people playing on the beach. Um, but like at, at some point, like an older lane does come up and says like, "Hey, I found a map to a, like a treasure on blah 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 island." And he's like, "Oh, that sounds fun." So it sounds like yeah, he is like doing some adventuring. Yeah, he he could simply be playing it down to the kid, and like all of the previous mentions of, uh, of breaking character and, uh, and so forth are just him messing with the story uh, to make it more interesting uh, for uh, for telling later. Uh, it, it's just it's so hard to tell, and uh, and Ron Gilbert knows that, so yeah. I, I guarantee he's messing with us in some way. Like like. It seems to be like um, at the beginning of the game when the two kids come out, like he was in that area from the end of the game where like they were putting on, like like recreating. Well, because like his kid says they were like replaying Monkey Island two. Yeah, he they were. I uh, they made it sound like that they were making up their own version of the ending of uh, of Monkey Island two, and. Which is the same one that we ended up seeing, or yeah, because even he references that, uh, that that's not the, how it ended. Yeah, because like um, yeah, so like in, in that room they probably left was all those like all those stages and and props and puppets and stuff and a little guy. I don't, I don't think they ever say their name, but a uh, little guy brush was probably playing his his dad and uh, Chucky was probably playing LeChuck. Um, and like replaying through Monkey Island too, and uh, maybe they every once in a while they like set up those old adventures in there, and they uh, just have fun. So I don't know. I'm not taking it too seriously. Like I knew it was like for years. Ron Gilbert said it's like don't look too much into it. The secret of Monkey Island isn't that exciting, and it turns out there kind of is no secret. Yeah. It. I think he's he's phrased it as whatever the secret is, it can't possibly be as amazing as the uh, the build up to it. You're going yeah. to be disappointed, whatever it is. Yeah, because like, kind of, what could it be? Unless it's like, unless it's I, like a, a MacGuffin in one game that's going to solve all the problems. Um, it's like, is this going to be like a, a lot of money? Is it going to be a weapon? It's like even at the end of yeah. this game. Um, Elaine asked Guybrush, just like, so what do you think the secret is? And he's like, like gold, like treasure. And one of them is just like the friends we made along the way. And one of them is, well, it's not important what it is. It's just the, uh, it's just the idea of it is what's exciting. And that's what I picked, actually. It's like, again, yeah, it yeah. doesn't, doesn't matter what the secret is. But at the same time, if the secret isn't the giant monkey robot from 4... <laughs> Yeah, because like, I think they were implying when that game came out, like that was supposed to be the secret. Like the secret was that there's a giant monkey robot. <laughs> I think. Uh, that's what was insinuated, but I think at the same time they they also made it so it uh, it it's been a while since I played that game, but um, yeah, I, I think they mentioned like they're not sure if that's the only one or if it's a secret, not the secret, or. Who knows? Yeah, because even during this game, I was like, wait, the secret's on Melee Island? Why is it on Monkey Island? It's like, 
And if you take the ending at its word, it's it's just like Stan being kind of cheap. <laughs> it's like let's just put it on places where we've already been. So, I don't know. Yeah, saves uh, saves on building sets. Saves time. Um. So yeah, the ending is definitely weird, but I kind of walked away. It's like yeah, that seems on brand for what you know Monkey Island has been. I mean, the second game ending on the cliffhanger that there were kids. Either there were kids all along, or they were transformed into kids. You know, didn't seem that dissimilar to me. So, and it, it seems like, and it's kind, it's kind of sweet when you think about it. Like this guy's friends and wife goes through all this trouble to like make brand new adventures for him because he has a boring job, and they want him to like live out his dreams. You know, as I. Uh, makes it uh, fixes flooring and sells leather jackets. Yep. Kind of wish there was a little bit more. Like, it would have been kind of nice if, like, LeChuck actually was his brother, but it was this a guy in, like, a zombie costume, you know? Um, so, uh, you know, it was this another guy helping out? <laughs> um, and I wish. Little Chucky showed up more during the game, and what just wasn't a little guy rush. Do you have any idea who um, who the little girl was? I I I feel like that she was some kind of reference to maybe Morgan, but at the same time, probably not. But I'm not sure if she was supposed to be in reference to another character. I don't think so. I think they were supposed to be like a random kid. Um, yeah, I don't really know. So they kind of hinted at there might be another game after this because Skybrush does get a map to a uh, a new a new treasure. Like, do you think there's going to be another Monkey Island game? Oh, I'm sure, but uh, there may be a chance that it's not going to follow uh, Guybrush. Um, Ron Gilbert ended up mentioning at one point in an interview that, um. For a long time, he has always wanted to make a uh, a game followed uh, following Elaine, and I think that would oh, be sorry. kind of interesting. I, I I don't know if it would play the same way because she it, she doesn't have the same mindset as Guybrush of just randomly collecting stuff and putting uh, smashing it together to solve things. Oh yeah, like when they're talking about the adventure, um, it's like sure it did cause a lot of damage on your adventure. It's like, no, it's just solving puzzles. Now, if there is another game, uh, are there any characters from previous ones that you hope would return? Well, I don't know if they're real or not. That's the problem. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping for Kate Capsize myself. Um, two's from two, right? Uh, yeah, she's the one that you imprison uh, yeah. by falsifying uh, who did all those things. Yes, yeah, it's been so long. I mean, you just played the game recently. It's been so long since I played those original ones. Like when you mentioned the name Dinky Island before, I was like, wait, what's Dinky Island? Oh, yeah, that's where Big Whoop is, right? Yeah. So um, it, the place that uh, they end on number two could be uh, the Carnival of the Damned from the third game. Yeah, they had to pull some strings for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's weird how Monkey Island 3 like, tried to kind of tie into that ending. Um, that didn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Well, uh, th- and it ended up trying to claim that the possible... Well, uh, a line ends up saying uh, that... LeChuck doesn't know what the secret is, but it could possibly, or at least um, uh, the secret of Big Whoop, anyway, is uh, the basically the portal to hell where um, where LeChuck keeps somehow managing to uh, resurrect from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and apparently it's on Monkey Island, uh, which is an atoll of Dinky Island. Uh-huh. Whatever an atoll is. It's a nothing at all. That was an escape from Monkey Island. All right, so Return to Monkey Island. Recommended? Highly. I recommend it. Don't go in expecting your mind to be blown about a 30-year-old secret finally being revealed. Um, but just for a really solid, funny, 
adventure game, nostalgic while still feeling new. Um, you know, pretty much perfect in that regard. Agreed. And they even managed to revolutionize a couple of things that, like, why didn't I think of that before? Where uh, instead of having a massive collection of verbs at the bottom where only one or two things will uh, will happen with uh, each item, it's moved up to simply just a left and right uh, click button uh, along with uh, being able to interact an object with stuff. Yeah, it's like look at or interact. Those are your two options. Yeah. And and even it, it, Curse it was simplified to like manipulate, look at, talk to. But all you really need is this interact button. Yeah. Well, kids these days have it too simple. I started out with like auto saving and stuff, and now it's just two buttons. Two buttons is all they need. And they have a hint book right in the game. But do, but do they have the horse armor? Did, did you have the horse armor? Yes, I did. There's no, there's no horses. That's not the point. Yes. Uh, did you show the horse armor to stand? Does he have anything to say? Uh, a lot of people have things to say about it. Okay. So I guess it is useful in that way. Uh, no, I never found a way for it to use it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the point. So what kind of downloadable content do you think this game will have? Do you think they'll have a have a uh, altered ending after um, fans petition it to be changed? I'm hoping for costume changes myself. I um, uh, have Guybrush walk around the entire game in a cost a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle costume. Oh, was there ever a rubber chicken with a pulley in the middle reference to this game? Um, I think there was a reference that nobody uses them anymore. Okay. Yeah, because I said three-headed monkey. Was there a fine leather leather jackets or? I think he technically is wearing one. Yeah, or was that in the like a last? Or was that a favorite Atlantis joke that just kind of carried over to Monkey Island? I, I think so. Yeah, it, it, just a running joke within the company. Well, yeah, because like Indy's wearing that leather jacket, so around <laughs> selling fine leather jackets. Um. Yep, so Return to Monkey Island. Um, if you've been itching for some classic adventure games, it's definitely like one of the more high-profile ones. But there's plenty of other companies still kind of doing the adventure game thing. Um, not just like Telltale and all that, but like more indie developers. Um, you go looking around on Steam in the adventure category, like it kind of never went away. Um, but it's definitely not as high profile anymore. Yeah. I, I've recently been playing one uh, made by a couple of uh, people over in Europe, I think, uh, called The Castle, where it looks very much like Maniac Mansion, uh, but it is, um, it, it's so complex. There's like, it, there's once again, like seven characters that you can play from, each one of them having their own specialty and in uh, uh, different items that they can start with. And, but, um, there's not simply just being tossed into a dungeon. If you're caught uh, running around, you can uh, be thrown into um, actual death traps, right? like uh, a room that a um, like spiked walls are slowly uh, moving towards the center and stuff. But uh, very interesting game. Uh, I hadn't heard of it, but uh, um, a recent uh, adventure release and. I, um, Oh, it's just interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't really, I don't really seek them out that much. Um, but yep, there's a lot of good ones out there. And out of curiosity, I looked like, like what's the best way to play like um, old LucasArts adventure games? Because like I don't have a CD player anymore. I can't put in the CD and boot up Scum. Um, and apparently, a lot of them are on. Uh, a lot of them are on Steam and stuff. Yeah, uh, I think all I think all of them are on are on GOG uh, GOG. But yeah, GOG is probably the best way if you want to get the more. Yeah, it automatically installs a version of Scum VM that runs it. 
Yeah, that's actually probably the best way to do it, not Steam. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, um, yeah, so I just kind of had a soldier for those old games. Like, I wanted to go back to the dig and uh, Fave Atlantis and stuff. GOG.com. I'm going to go there and see how much they are. Anyway, thank you, Bun, for joining me. Always a pleasure. And uh, hopefully we get to play D&D this week because Halloween canceled our D&D plans. Can't hold it back for too long. Yeah, D&D must be played. If if we go too long without it, I feel I get the feeling you're going to show up at our doors, uh, kidnap us, tie us up, and put us in front of a table. <laughs> yep. Hey, listen, like D and D is like our uh, our game on Friday is kind of like my reward for doing work all week. You know, <laughs> it's like finally it's Friday. I can just do something I really enjoy for a few hours. Yeah, it, it's a wonderful. I uh, it's. It's a fun game. It's uh, it's an escape uh, for some, and it's uh, it's also a um, like like almost like an exercise, but for your imagination. <laughs> yep, and the same thing. On like we usually play on Monday too, and like it's the same thing. It's like oh, it's Monday, but you know what? At least at least we probably have D and D tonight. <laughs> anyway, enough about D and D. More about ending our podcast. So again, thanks, Bun. Thanks all all of you for listening. Um, Dustin, get off your butt and play Monkey Island instead of what are you playing, Spider Man? Yeah, stop playing Spider Man and play Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah. And just ignore if you didn't, don't listen to the podcast because it's spoil it all for you. And uh, we'll see you all next time. Have fun. Bye-bye.